It's Oscar week, everybody. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. I'm Arliss. And you are listening to Art House Rewind, the podcast where we talk about all things film, art, and culture, particularly as it pertains to Art House Cinema, the Babcock Theater in Billings, Montana. Gentlemen, how are you? Good. It's good. Oscar week. Yep. You both look great in your tuxes. Yes. Thanks for dressing up. Mm-hmm. It's just the way to go for a podcast when it's an audio format to focus on the visuals. Good job, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, so before we jump into it, today uh, we're going to be talking about all things Oscars, our picks, our hopefuls, um, and who we think are probably going to win, independent of what we think, because none of us voted, but it still matters. Your opinion still matters, gentlemen. Uh, But before we jump into that, as always, Brian, what's happening in the world of Art House and Babcock we need to know? Well, first and foremost... It is our last week open at Art House before we temporarily close for our expansion. So it's happening. It's this happening. Is it. One and, more week. And we're going to kick it off with one film. One <laughs> film to rule it all. And it's a big one. Uh, it is the last of the uh, international nominees that mm-hmm. uh, we haven't played. So The Quiet Girl will be playing this last week here at Art House. So... You've got the weekend to catch it before Oscar ceremony. If you're interested in seeing all those nominees before the award ceremony, you'll have that chance. And then Wednesday and Thursday as well. If, you, and if then maybe, maybe it, it wins. wins, maybe it, it wins. It, it, it could knows. happen. So, Stranger Things uh, have happened. Yeah, exactly. Stranger Things is a TV show, though, okay, so sorry. it probably right. won't We're win. We're not going to play that. Thanks for telling uh, me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have that one, and then at. Babcock, we are kind of bringing in for a bit of a victory lap because it's the most nominated film of the year. We have Everything Everywhere all at once back at Babcock for Friday night only. So check that one out on the big screen with all of Billings coming out to check it out. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm I'm dragging people I know. You got to come check it out. Yeah. I mean, I'm working it, but I told Timothy he's going to just... But you'll be there. We have to pay our list to be there, but he'll be there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if first time or 50th time, check it out on the big screen because it's a real special film. And I I will say, and I think all of us can agree with this, it's better the second or third time. Like the first time you watch it, which if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. And the big screen is a way to see it. But if you have seen it before... Uh, even watching it again, rather than trying to figure out what's happening the whole time, yeah. like you're actually interpreting and like reading into some things that are happening. It's just a, a yeah. much better film, I think, for sure. The second, third so, time. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, that's that. And then, of course, Oscar Sunday mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yep. So if you don't have your Oscar tickets yet, there's still a chance for you to do that. You need to be a member uh, of Art House to do that. So if you basic level, 35 bucks, and then you can get your Oscar ticket. Or if you want to get in for free, you can get one of our VIP level memberships. Uh, And not only would you get into the Oscars for free, but you'd have a whole year of cinema, yeah. and you're supporting yeah. pretty Art much House free, even pretty at a celebrity level. Like unless we come tickets, every single week, you're pretty much free for that yeah. as well. So. so come on, people, let's uh, do yeah, this. And I did the director's level, so I only had to pay for water. So. Ar- Arliss <laughs> did do the director's level before he was staffed. We still make him stay current on his membership. <laughs> 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 that was a joke. Uh, anyway, so all that to say, uh, Oscars are coming up on yeah. Sunday. Hopefully, you got your tickets. Oh, if you're a VIP member that listened yep. to this hopefully you've uh, rsvp'd and hopefully uh, you've seen all the ones that at least we've played yeah we've played a lot so uh, so speaking of films that we've played let's talk a little bit about our pick so obviously there's lots
lots of categories yeah. in the Oscars. We're not going to talk about all of them. We're going to talk about what we what we I'm call. I'm so the, mad about the Sea Beast, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to talk about the top five. Okay, and it's really the top six because we're going to deal with screenplay. Uh, and that's kind of split into two categories. So top six, we'll yep. call it. So here are the categories we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about best adapted screenplay, best original screenplay, best actress, best actor, best director, and best picture. And the way that we're going to talk about it is what is the film that we want to win, that we think deserves it the most? So this is your own personal opinion. If you were a voting member of the Academy, here's what you would pick. And then just your gut, uh, what you think is actually going to win, yeah. and then we'll okay. check in after the Oscars and see how everybody did, mm-hmm. and uh, make sure that uh, I guess I should the, write the this winner down so I remember what. It well, is. It's, it is recorded, so I think we oh, can go back. If I we might have to, to listen. <laughs> so, gentlemen, we're going to start with best adapted screenplay. Here are the films that are nominated for best adapted screenplay. Uh, I'm not going to read the names of the the writers, just the films, just so you know. Top Gun Maverick, Living, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Women Talking. And All Quiet on the Western Front. Brian, we're going to start with you. What film do you think should win in this category? Uh, I'm going to lean into All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. I think that it's it's very much the story of the novel, but it does stray enough to kind of be its own thing as well. It doesn't, especially compared to like the 1930s movie, it doesn't just feel like a straight adaptation of that. It, it did... Uh, kind of go into things that um, that movie didn't go into and even that the book didn't go into. So um, I think it's a uh, a, a really great uh, adaptation of that work. So that okay. would be my pick. That's your pick. Okay. Arliss, how about you? Right. I am uh, I'm not really as impressed with these nominations, but I'm choosing None women of them. tugging. Women talking. Got yes. it. Because even though my... I do have a complaint that it does feel like a second and third act of a movie, but it was just sitting with those conversations. It, the movie didn't feel long, and it was just kind of like I actually had to sit there and think about some other discussions in that movie. So it was just kind of like stuff I hadn't didn't think you would have to think about, okay? Especially for this community. So I was pretty impressed. With so f- stuff for- brought up. It wasn't everything you wanted it to be as a film, but mm-hmm. what it was was well written and and got you thinking about things you didn't anticipate yep. thinking about. Yep. I like it. Okay, that's a good pick. Oh. I'm gonna pick another one. Okay. I'm not going with either of you guys. Mine, Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick, yeah. baby. And here's why. Here's why. Hear me out. It's not just because I'm some Tom Cruise fanboy uh, or action mm, big. Okay, calm down. A big action movie epic fanboy. Here's a film that could have gone wrong in so many ways, and they took their time uh, to tell a story that uh, yes, it's not the most uh, you know beautifully intense emotional story ever told, but they took what they had in Top Gun and they actually made a sequel that. I remember when this movie was announced, it just, it felt like a cash grab. It felt like, come on, are we, you know, are we, do we really need to do this? But at the end of the day, walked out of it, arms, you know, fist pumping in the air, ready to go, because I think they, they did it. They accomplished something that I think uh, was, it, 
really, really difficult to not just come across as a cash grab, not just come across as cheesy, not just come across as, you know, a CGI action fest, which it has its moments for sure. But at the end of the day, there was a story that, you know, they did, they did a good job telling the story. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so that's going to, f- not booking it here is going to follow you for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm going to so. keep talking about this, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> I could have been watching hey, have the about football this, scene during my shifts. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving through, uh, what do we think is actually going to win? Top Gun. You think Top Gun? I you think Top Gun. Gun. I think, I think it's. Between uh, All Quiet or Women Talking, and I'm probably thinking Women Talking. I'm thinking Women Talking, too. So Arliss is on the hook for Top okay. Gun. Jake, or Jake, hi. Your name oh, is Brian. Brian. We don't Creative wear name director. tags. I get you all confused. Uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian has picked. Uh, Brian and I have picked Women Talking. Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Best Original Screenplay. Here's what we've got for the nominations. Tar, The Fablemans, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Inishirin, and Triangle of Sadness. Arliss, we're going to start with you on this round. What do you want to win? What do you think should win? I want Char to uh, win. Of course you of course. do. Yeah. So I got to throw a bone to that movie. But then I'm honestly, I do feel kind of confident about Banshees of Inishirin because I. That they're actually going to win? Yeah. Okay. That might okay. win because he didn't win for three billboards outside yep. Ebbing, Missouri because yep. that mm-hmm. year it went to get out for original screenplay. Okay. So, but yeah, I thought. Okay. So I've read both of these. So I'm pretty actually confident with Banshees. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yep. Uh, I'm honestly in the exact same camp. I think I would like to see Tar win, but I think Banshees is going to take it. Oh, okay. So I'm going to change it up. Uh, I think that Everything Everywhere is going to win, but I want Banshees to win. Okay. I think Banshees should take it. Not that Tar was bad, Arliss. Don't throw (laughs) things at me. I love Tar. It was definitely top five of the year. But uh, I think... Uh, there's a strong, and we're going to talk about this more as we go through the list, there's a lot of momentum behind everything, everywhere, all at once. And it's just, it's got all the energy and juice in the world for it to pull through on stuff like this. Mm -hmm. So That's why I think think it's going to win other awards, and so they're going to kind of split up the writing. They're going to give other people their dues because they're not going to get the big ones. Yeah, that makes sense, but... I just wouldn't be surprised if everything. So I'm on the hook for everything everywhere, and you two have chosen the Banshees of Inishirin as your picks. Yep. All right, moving forward, Best Actress, uh, which, by the way, I know neither of you watch uh, SNL, but yep. on Weekend Update, there uh, there was a great joke that I've just has stuck with me that I'll share really quick, that uh, Colin Jost made the joke that, uh, you know, different uh, <clears throat> voting bodies and award uh, ceremonies are choosing to uh, progress, and rather than doing gender-specific awards, that for the uh, for the awards they're going to do best actor and best actor who made less money. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good joke. Yeah. So speaking of uh, best actress, uh, here are our nominees: Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for uh, Blonde. Andrea Reisenbauer Borrell Borrell for Two Leslie, and Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Brian, let's just start with who you want to win. Who do you want to win out of that? I, I, I'm really torn on it. I really like Kate Blanchett, and I could see her getting it, but I also think that they're really leaning towards Michelle Yao as well. Okay. So okay. Um, so my pick would still be Kate Blanchett, okay. but I think Michelle Yao is going to get it. Okay. 
You want Kate Blanchett, Michelle? Yeah, yeah I was going to get it. Arliss? Yeah, I. Hmm, like for me, I do kind of feel like the the roles are going to be reversed okay. for me. So I do want Michelle Yao to win, but then Kate Blanchett is going to get it. And I did love Kate Blanchett's performances, yep. but this mm-hmm. is her eighth nomination. Yep. So yeah. Okay. Yep. So this is Michelle Yao's moment. Okay. So you're picking uh, Michelle Yao, and you're picking Kate Blanchett, Brian. Uh, for my personal yeah. pick, yeah. Oh, sorry, no. For who is actually going to yeah. win? Yeah. So okay. I think Michelle Yao is going to win. Okay. He thinks Kate Blanchett. You gonna think? Win. Yeah. Okay. And sorry, I got that backwards. I have a yeah. I have a list from Jake that says Kate Blanchett is going to. Oh, Jake <laughs> is win. Jake is coming in through yeah. the text. He's yeah. working right now at the Babcock. So all right. <clears throat> so um, I think uh, so. The the one that I want to see win. Um, is someone that I know is not going to win, but I think Michelle Williams was incredible in The Fablemans and just did a really, really great job. Kate Blanchett, definitely up there as well for me. I think it would be really, really challenging if I were a voter to pick between those two because those were probably two of my favorite performances of the year. Um, but Michelle Yao, I am with... Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, it, think, I think it's going to So it would be only <laughs> the second time a person of color has won Best Actress, mm-hmm. first time being Halle Berry for Monsters Ball. So yep. uh, so I, I think there's a bit of a legacy thing that people want to yep. indulge in as well. Yep. So. so, Which is a great performance. It is. She, yeah, it's not I mean, undeserving yeah, by any means. Totally deserving. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome and incredible. But Okay, Best Actor. Here we go. Austin Butler for Elvis. Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inishirin. Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Paul Mescal for After Sun and Bill Nye for Living. Brian, starting with you, what's the film? Uh, who's the actor that you uh, think deserves it? The you know, most the personally? more that I sit with it, the more that Paul Mescal's performance really, really uh, hit me. Like yeah. I think that he did wonderful in that role, and it's yeah. My, I, I walked away from it not really sure how I felt about the film, mm-hmm. and the more I sit with it, the more it's one of my favorite films of last year. And okay. a lot of it was him carrying that weight. Uh, but I do... Speaking of weight, no, I'm just <laughs> Okay, come on. Okay. <laughs> I just um, had that one teed up. You yeah. were just wet ready. Uh, yeah, I think... I think it's Brendan Fraser <laughs> is going to win. If you were going to say it, now you had to after yeah. uh, Arliss's comment. So, okay. All right. So, Brendan Fraser is who is going to win. That's your pick. But personal would be Paul Mescal. Okay. Yeah. Arliss. I have the same personal pick because I am glad that After Sun was thrown a bone. Yeah. At least got some recognition. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, so yeah, like, it deserved more <laughs> recognition than just him. Yeah. And um, great film. I think it's first time filmmaker, isn't yep. it? Yeah. Yeah. And and uh just yeah. It's cool that the Academy is like recognizing something about mm-hmm. that movie. Because otherwise this is a movie that no one like from yeah. a, a large scale side of things would hear about or have any interaction with. So yeah. yeah. No, so I'm glad that we did book it. So yeah. that was was pretty impressed. Good job, Brian. Night, so uh and then Jake's pick is Brendan Fraser. Brendan right Fraser. That's mine, who I think is going to win. Okay. So. You think Brendan Fraser? Okay. Yeah. So I would say uh, my personal pick uh, would be Brendan Fraser. And I think the person that's going to win is going to be Brendan Fraser. It's hard for, I really like Colin Farrell and the Banshees yeah. of Inisherin. At yeah. some point, it's hard to tell where Colin Farrell ends and, and his character begins yeah. because it does feel like 
you know, and it's yeah. great. It's great yeah. writing. He does a great job. But at you know, Brendan if it's Frazier, not yeah. Brendan Fraser, I think it's going to be Colin Farrell. You think so? Yeah, because yeah. I was pretty impressed. But just with those you guys aren't in the Austin Butler camp. I know. I know you're not fans yeah. of the performance, <laughs> but like, there's a lot. It seems like there's a strong surge mm-hmm. that he's going to be the winner, just because the Academy loves. The music, biopic, yeah. tragic I mean, story. He, and he his, heard his voice. Yeah, he, he's still yeah. talking in that drawl. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you don't think he's going to pull it out? You I think it's? Okay. I don't think so. Okay. And and I've I've heard a lot. I'm like even as much as I think Brendan Fraser is still going to take it. I have heard a lot more people saying like. It wasn't a great movie, but we love Brendan Fraser. <laughs> like uh-huh. a lot of people have really started to say that it was not like his performance was the only great thing about that movie. Yeah. So, and the Oscars have a history of getting behind cultural moments for mm-hmm. actors or just what's happening. Yeah. And it's it's at some point, and it's not to belittle the role or the work of the actor, but at some point, it's not just about the role; it's about the narrative around mm-hmm. the nomination and the win that yeah. you feel like you're a part and of this something. underdog story yep. of yep. and that's what's he happening was, with him. Yeah. He's a good dude. Like yeah. I, it seems like I've never met him, but like all the things I've seen is like, man, this guy's a good dude. Yeah, George's Jungle still got it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, I'm in. Okay, all right. Uh, moving on. Best director. We've got Banshees of Inisherin. We've got The Fablemans. We've got Everything Everywhere All at Once, we've got Tar, and we've got Triangle of Sadness. Arliss, what's your personal pick for Best Director? Personal pick is The Daniels. Okay. And I... That's Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yep. Yep. But then I do kind of feel like Spielberg might get it because he finally made a movie about the thing he loves doing, so Mm -hmm. I think they might throw one his way again, so... Yep. Yep. Okay. I like it. Um, I think my personal pick would be, uh, Todd Field for Tar. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's another one that, you know, he's only made three films. All three of those films are really great. And I would, I root for him because of that. And my history with those other films, I kind of agree that I think Spielberg could take it just because of, his legacy and him making a film sort of about his legacy and they can feel good about awarding him for something that deserves it, that he hasn't gotten since saving private Ryan. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. No, I, I would be in a, I mean, I just split the difference between you two. It's, it'd be really challenging for me to pick tar or everything everywhere at once. As far as best director tar just was so masterfully crafted as far as the narrative you think you're, you're getting, and then the the turn that the mm-hmm. film takes. I mean, it's just it's so well done that it's like this is I get like someone that takes their time and is mm-hmm. really intentional with everything. Uh, I really really enjoy everything everywhere all at once, and the direction behind that. Uh, obviously, say there's a level of craft behind it, but their ingenuity and ability to do what they did on the budget that they did, like yep. you you like for me recognizing the yep. director of like you have this vision. And you're able to tell that story with what you have and tell it in a way that doesn't come across as cheesy or second rate, uh, I think is has to be so, so challenging. Yeah. Because there are directors that get hundreds of millions of dollars and they can't tell a story, you know, to the level that they did with this small budget that they had. So just recognizing them as directors and their ability to craft and tell that story, I think, yep. is worthwhile. So. Yep. yep. And then uh, Jake's pick is the Daniels. So. The Daniels yeah. for everything, everywhere. Yeah. All right. Okay. So your pick is the Daniels? 
to win? Uh, I think. Uh, oh, sorry, I never got there. Yeah, my pick is with, right with you guys. Fablemans. I think. Yeah. I think it's a Spielberg. Yeah, and and worthwhile. Like, yeah. great film. Really, really enjoyed it. But yeah, I I think it's going to be that moment yeah. for him. For There's sure. there really isn't anyone nominated that I'd be really upset if they won. Okay. Mm-mm. So yeah, like even I didn't. Well, I didn't really enjoy the Fablemans, but I wouldn't be mad if Spielberg walked yep. away with the, yep. another one. So, but even though that is contradicting what I just said about Kate Blanchett <laughs> and her eight nominations, but you are just a ball of mystery, yeah. Arliss. Never quite sure what's <laughs> going to come out. All right. Last but not least, we've got Best Picture. Here are our nominees: All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar. Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Arliss, starting with you, what is your pick for? My pick is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And what do you think is going to win? I don't have any strong contenders other than I know I would be, there is three of them, I would definitely be disappointed Okay. So I are you going to share with the class with those three? You'd be disappointed if the Fablemans. I would be disappointed if the Fablemans. Okay. You hate movies. Got it. Keep keep moving. I know. I'm like, do I even enjoy movies (laughs) after I sit through? Um, And then Elvis. I I really wish it didn't get that nod. And then a uh, then I wasn't a fan of Avatar. Uh, There it is. Avatar Way of Water. Okay. Again, you hate movies. I get it. Mm. It's fine. So, all right, but those are the three you don't want to win. All yeah. the other ones, you wouldn't be surprised. Do you yeah, feel like it's fine. like even like, if Top Gun won, I okay. wouldn't be mad. And because it's that close of a race, you just don't know, or just your own personal just, preference. Just okay. don't know. So. Yeah. No. I like it, Brian. Who do you want to win? I would like everything, everywhere, all at once to win. Okay, I think it's it was the film of the year. Yeah, I feel like like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's. When we look back, regardless of whether it wins or not, that's going to be the film that defines this year. Yep. Uh, and my gut wants to say that it's going to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't surprise me if it did not because I've felt so certain other years and then things can change. So, Green yeah. book. Yeah, so I would I would be in the same camp. I I personally want to see everything everywhere all at once, and the fact that I think it is going to win, I think just solidifies it. And I think that's a really good way. You to manifest. It. I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> manifesting. Here we go. I'm manifesting it. Um, I think I really like what you say, Brian, because I do think when we think about this year, mm-hmm. it's going to be this film, and I think that it's the kind of film that. Um, changes the way other films are yeah. potentially moving forward. Yeah. There's other people with these kinds of visions and ideas, and this was a, a way to make that happen in a way that worked really, really yeah. well, and other films are going to, right, wrong, or indifferent, are going to try to emulate yeah. the success of this kind of film, yeah. and we're going to look back they on it. They broke like, the five-minute mile, and now there's going to be yep. a bunch of other yep. people going for it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, all right, what was Jake's pick? Oh, Jake was everything, everywhere, all at once. So, of course. Yeah. Jumping right Which in. Which still surprises me about how he likes the movie more as the year has gone. So. <laughs> I like it. Maybe he'll watch it at the Babcock, too. It'll be great. So, well, gentlemen, thank you so much for your opinions and mm-hmm. your picks. Yeah. We'll come back. If you next- haven't seen it, again, 
this Friday, everything, everywhere, all at once, Come so you can pick. see why we chose yep, it. Yep, you can know. You know what all the hype is about. It's not um, just to come see me. So no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have to pay him to be there, so you might as well come see him, apparently. Uh, so without further ado, we got the Oscars on Sunday. Don't forget those tickets, and then we'll be back next Monday with kind of an Oscar re- recap on who actually won, our thoughts and feelings on the ceremony, uh, all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. The, the slap two. The, the slap to <laughs> slap yep. the return. We can talk about all the times Arliss rolled his eyes at Jimmy Kimmel. It'll be great. It'll be a really, really good time. So thanks so much for listening. Hope you're doing well. Hope to see you real soon at the movies. Bye. Bye. See ya.